Greetings and welcome everyone. It's Icon Geek Gamecast, episode 439. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinsop. Yo. And Tony Korkanak. Hello. What's up, guys? Welcome, listeners and viewers, to 439 of the Gamecast. Whew. Um, we have a lot of news to go over today for you guys, a lot. Uh, a lot of stuff got announced in the last few days. You didn't even have to go back far in the news to figure out, like, to, to look up the news. Like, you're like, I go back every now and again to look up news for us to talk about. And this was like, you know, you don't have to go back. You're like, okay, I got this, 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 and this. And yeah, yeah, it was just crazy. So we're going to get into that. But let's let's first talk about what we've been up to. Uh, and I want to kick us off. I'll kick us off with Devil May Cry 5. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. I'm on mission 14 uh, now. Nice. I'm not sure. I think it's like I'm near the end. Um, so, uh, but I, I I do really enjoy this game. Uh, I do still wish there was more Dante in this game. Um, <laughs> he's so fun to play. Uh, it's like I kind of understand why because it's like, but okay. I remember the first Devil May Cry games where the game was insanely hard. But you were like a badass Dante. You could, any mobs you could just destroy. It was the bosses that were insane. Yeah. And it's like it's like they make you not. I felt like to me they didn't want me to play as Dante because they felt like okay he is just overpowered and just rolls through things. But I'm like just balance the game better. Let me play as Dante more. <laughs> um, and then I get I get your point, Tony. Last week you mentioned V was a very um, easy mode character, mm-hmm. uh, and he really really is. Like the more you <laughs> play with him, it's just like I can SS rank SSS rank his stuff like easily like i get so many orbs with his character because mm-hmm. you can just and i'm button mashing is all i'm doing this <laughs> you know button mashing and tapping right because you can have an instant kill with him if you hit right bumper and b uh he does like if they're weakened he instant kills things oh, uh, so, okay. so it's just like i'm i'm mashing two fingers i'm not even moving i'm hitting the x and the and the y buttons on the xbox controller for the two my two ads to kill things and i'm hitting r b and and r b and b like <laughs> and I'm, getting, I'm getting massive ranks so nice. um he was easy mode but the, the game is, is so much fun uh and the story is just eh, the story's fine but it's crazy but I, I don't care it's so much fun to play this kind of game uh and to play these characters like i think dmc uh, they they missed what made this game fun in terms of the characters. They made them too. Yeah. Uh, they just made them too angry. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not it's fun. Over, they, they needed the overtop little yeah. silkiness. Yes. Yes. And I think with DMC, DMC, they just went too edgy, and it's just like now nah, they're yeah. like it's just. It so the man, the man lost, sealed it. Yeah, they lost the fun. Exactly, they lost the fun. So. The game's fun. I, I really enjoy it. Recommend it to people who want to play these kinds of games. I'm actually more interested now in, like I said last time, in um, the platinum game stuff, uh, like you know the Bayonetta, Bayonetta, uh, because of getting me back into this. So I'm I'm definitely playing some well, Bayonetta. That's it. Like it's like she's, you know, it started out. You know, she's the female Dante because that's that's really what it is. Just like over the top. Like, yep, this character is just like some craziness turned up to 11 just yeah like, great right, you just you do you like you kill all these fucking demons and angels and whatever like yeah. I'm, just, I'm here for the ride baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh i mean i don't want to give out spoilers but there's a part in this game where i'm cutting things in half of the motorcycle yeah like it is just unbelievably amazing so yep. um anyways all right tony what have you been up to um not too much actual uh, game playing. I, I forgot to mention it last week, but uh, I finally bl- beat Bloodborne. Oh, um, nice! Wow, which is a huge accomplishment. Because, like, man, some that is like that is like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is respect. There, he's like, like a badge of honor. Yeah, because oh, man, that game, fuck that game. Sometimes, because like, thing is, like, you can't ever. I don't know. 
underestimate any kind of monster you, you're fighting. You can't like, take the, the fight it, off. You can't yeah, take the fight off. Yeah. yeah. Even like the basic first enemies of the game, if you don't respect them, it's just like they can just stagger you, chain you, like whatever, and you're just like, oh my god. It's like the complete opposite of Devil May Cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I kind of got stuck then because um, I didn't know this, but as soon as you beat the game, you are entered into new game plus mode. You have no option to just like stop <laughs> and like, the, no, the game just forces you. Cause I was it's like, like, it's like an arcade game. Yeah. Cause I was like, well, wait, I wanted to do all the DLC stuff. And it's like, no, 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 you got to start over. But the interesting thing about Bloodborne is that uh, each time you beat the game, the game gets even harder. So now this yeah. is new game plus one. Okay. And all the enemies have like, I don't know. I'll just throw a number. I, I don't know how accurate it is. It's like they have 20% more health. They do 20% more damage, all this other stuff. And I'm just like, wait, like what? Cause like now I'm going through the game again. I'm, I'm, I keep my level and stats and all and weapons and all that stuff. So I'm still overall dealing more damage, but like, again, the mobs, I'm just like, Oh, that guy killed me in like three hits, but this is like a, uh, an area one mob. Like what the fuck? Um, so now I'm in the DLC and the DLC monsters are like way tougher. Cause it's like, I think the expected order is you do this before you beat the game. Oh, but I beat the game, so it's like the DLC guys are just super buff now. I'm like, ugh, like, and the uh, game's laughing at you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, other than that, uh, not too much. Did, I, did you get Sekiro or no? Not yet. Uh, that is probably after Pax East because I am just itching after for more punishment. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I'm just itching for more. Like that's what I do. I just got to take it all in now. I'm just gonna be like, yep, I can. Endure. I have a coworker who like loves the Souls and Bloodborne games, and he said that Sekiro is the hardest one that he's played. Oh wow, dude, it is so I've funny. Heard the opposite from most places. Really interesting. Really? Um, what I had heard, and again, I, I can't verify this, is that the mobs aren't as bad in Sekiro as in like the Souls games, but the mm-hmm. bosses are like stupid, stupid, stupid uh, OP because apparently. Uh, in the Souls and Bloodborne game, you can either uh, parry or dodge. And in Sekiro, the dodge is not as forgiving. So you, you, you're you forced to use like the parry mechanic and stuff like that, which is uh, always a risk versus reward because it's like you, know, you either do it or you whiff and you just eat an attack and eat shit, you know, basically. Sure. Um, but it's sure. so funny because I was... Um, I was actually a little pissed myself. I didn't know that there was a collector's edition. It was GameStop exclusive. And of course, like none of them were out. So I was like, well, let me just see if there's anybody on like Facebook marketplace or something like that. And I type it in Sekiro. And already on day one, day one, there were six copies pre-owned for a resale because people were just like, try it. This game. Try it. Not, not my type. And I'm just like, <laughs> like that is so, that's not, like the fastest flip I've ever seen. But yeah. 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 Wow. That's it for me though. All right. Uh, Mike. Um, so I played mostly a lot more Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, I'm noticing that in the amount of crap there is to do in this game, it's similar to Witcher 3. It is a huge game with a lot of a lot of stuff. Luckily, they seem to uh, label the fetch quests that are just fetch quests, like with a certain label. So I've been avoiding them, <laughs> but uh, there are there's still a lot to do. Um, I'm and I'm, it's starting to feel pretty rewarding to get like the higher level gear and I'm like closer to the higher level. I'm trying to like take out all the mercenaries. I don't, I'm not even caring about getting them to like come after me because I just I just want to fight them now and take them all out. Um, <laughs> so it's feeling pretty good now. I'm like around level 42. I don't even know if there's a hard cap. I'm, if there is, it's around 50. But um, we'll see what happens. 
I'm not sure where I am story-wise. I feel like I'm anywhere from two-thirds or three-quarters. It still looks like there's a little bit left of, of it, though. So, yeah, there's a lot to that game. It's, it's Yeah, it's a, it's, I heard it was a meaty, <laughs> meaty, beefy game. So, um, But no, I'm enjoying it as I get into it. Um, I also played some more Apex with friends, and I'm kind of sick of that shit. <laughs> like, honestly, like I just had a bad night with it, and I just feel like... Since this new season started, like the tryhards have came out so 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 hard, and like I can't get a kill in the night anymore. Like it's ridiculous. Like people are just, it's too much. <laughs> um, that's about it. But I am curious. I don't know if I want to do that. That Sekiro game looks interesting to me. Uh, you know, <laughs> you want no part of that because I don't. I don't want the. The other games, just because the worlds were just like too dreary and like repetitive looking and boring, like some that sort world of, like, looks fun. It does look fun. It, it looks more fun I'm, to me. I I want no part of that myself. So I was like, nope, <laughs> nope. Come on, you'd be riding that Devil May Cry. Uh, uh, I'm, yeah, um, Devil May Cry is a lot easier. If if I was actually in GameStop earlier today, and there was a guy who seems a little casual i would say and he was returning anthem he's, he's giving anthem it he's like take that back that game's garbage <laughs> he's like all right okay yeah he's like yeah i heard that yeah and then he's like have this game any any but he took sekiro and he said he'd be the other soul souls game so i mean he couldn't be that casual i guess but so he's returned anthem and got that game so it's interesting it's definitely on my radar if i want to do that to myself and have nothing else going on in like a month or two. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's a little lull. Right. Um, one last thing I, I wanted to mention, I thought this is a cool thing. I, maybe I mentioned it before, but there was a streamer who actually leading up to Sekiro was trying to beat all the From Software Souls types games. So Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1 through 3 plus Bloodborne without getting hit all in a row. <laughs> and like a day before Sekiro came out, he actually did it. Wow. I'm not talking about like like he, he beats one without getting hit and then that's taken off from his list. I'm saying in a row. Like if he got two all the way like he did it chronologically, if he got the bloodborne and got hit by any enemy, he restarted from Demon Souls. Jesus Christ. All right. It took a that's month. Insane. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's insane. Like, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> all right. Corey, what have you been up to? Um well I haven't really played too much on my Xbox recently until this week. I started up with Destiny again with the um the season of the drifter stuff and trying to get more uh through that story and lore that they have because it's more content drops and like lore is hidden all over the place i got into it um so i was playing a lot of it recently uh past few days and i haven't played with my elite controller that much and so my hands were like i, like, I just wasn't like ready for it i guess because yeah. they are so sore right now because yeah. like because I'm going with like this with the paddles, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like the muscles like we're not remembering this, and like it's like you haven't done this in forever. And so, I was, yeah, I was like, oh man, my hands. So um, I thought that was kind of funny. Nice. Like, wow. <laughs> like took a little wee, uh, time off, and now I'm like all sore. So you gotta you gotta warm up, man. You can't you gotta pull something. Yeah, Getting old, you're not you're not as young as you used to be. But um, they have the last word is back, and uh, the quest line for is pretty interesting. Uh, and because like how it is now is like you have to go uh, do all these other steps. And the last part of it is this section where you have to face off against this um, enemy, and uh, it's like a quick draw thing. So like it says, you know, steady, steady, and it says draw, and then you have to draw and like shoot them 
before he shoots you and you got to basically shoot his hand you have to do that so you do it once and then go further up and then you have to do it in two you have to get two of these guys to do that but if mm. you fail it goes back to the beginning uh-huh. and then you have to do three of them and it's like it's just like and each time if you get hit once you have to go back again. I think I had to do it like 25 times because I got to the last section and I'd kill him, but he'd kill me at the same time. We'd shoot each other at the same time. And this is the most annoying thing. Like, I was like, oh my God, this is. After like 10, I was like, all right, this is. I had enough of this. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah so but it, was a, it was a neat like change of pace uh, boss fight sequence. Hmm. All right. Let's get into some news. We got a lot. Right. Um. We'll kick it off. Let's say, uh, let's start with Apple. Apple, we talked about in the movie cast. If you didn't hear that one, uh, they had announcements galore of services they want to have you pay for. Um, so you can now pay them. I think it's this is going to be ten dollars a month. The service, right? Yeah, I don't think they announced pricing. I think they did. Did they? I thought they I did. A, that, oh no, that was a newsstand. That was they didn't announce pricing yet for the games. That was a newsstand. They they, they want to charge ten dollars a month for the newsstand. Um, they don't have actual pricing yet for this. I'm fairly certain. Mm-mm. Xbox nope. Arcade. I mean Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade. Uh, so Apple Arcade doesn't have a exact launch date or an exact price, but you can pay them monthly to pay to play their mobile games in their exclusive store for for. Yeah, as much as you want, whenever you want, just like a subscription service, like Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's only the mobile games. So uh, a little different than, than Google's uh, Stadia, because that was streaming actual AAA games to your any device. And whereas this is going to be mobile games on any device, any Apple device, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not getting those AAA games in this. Uh, no. Do you well, guys have any... We might, I guess, but I mean, the announcements of the games, they're doing their own in-house games too, by the way. They have their own in-house games. Yeah, of course, everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I give them a reason. To yeah. I, I, now, the red flag for me here, and we talked about this last week at Google Stadia because they didn't yeah. announce pricing for that either. But at least, I don't know if it was confirmed for Google's payout, but Apple confirmed that the way that developers are being paid out is depending on how much time users spend playing the game. And that directly will correlate to how much payout they're going to get. And I think that it's just a recipe for disaster here because, yeah. hey, you're already like kind of um, compromising the integrity of the game or the development of the game because now is it really about being a fun experience? Because, you know, there's some games where like maybe I only play it for like a half hour a day, like a, one game of Overwatch or one game of League of Legends or whatever, you know, whatever. Uh, but I do it every day. Um, you know, as opposed to like something that is designed specifically to capitalize on your time, like Candy Crush or well, that's the thing. Like, uh, are these Clash games going to be all that stuff? You're, these are freemium games, are pay to play. You know, um, are pay. You know, they're freemium games, anyways. In here, in the mobile store, so many games right. are free now. So, does this model work for this? Because you can actually play a lot of these games for free, anyways. Right, and that's that's the concern is because I mean, to me, it just sounds like all they're doing is slightly changing the rules. So that Apple makes even more money because, you know, apparently 30% of the in, in-app uh, purchases wasn't enough. They want to, you know, have the subscription gross. So they're, <laughs> they're going to make people pay, let's just throw a number, $10 a month out yeah. for you to play Farmville. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, you can play that now for free or you can get no ads for $10 a month. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's it. No more yeah, payment. I, I think it's going to really segregate the market too because, like, you're going to have these developers, like, um, 
I'll just use uh, hypothetically Rovia. Like maybe it's like Angry Birds. I don't know whatever number the fuck they're on. Yeah, it's yeah. like we're designing specifically because we want you to spend. Like I was just saying, like we want you to spend at least one hour every day. It's and no it's just, longer the integrity of the developers. Right. Question because now it's like, are you really trying to make the best game, or are you trying to make the game right. that's going to be the longest? Right. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, I can see where that would be an issue. I can see that too. I mean, this is more building a game around you, an addiction, building a game around an it addiction is. to make exactly. you come back. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, not even just from the consumer side, but like, you know, just as we talk about like addiction and stuff like that, it's like I think this is a step in the wrong direction. You know, especially mm. when we have people in uh, all over the world like addicted to like the internet cafes and stuff like that, where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, these players were playing WoW or League of Legends or whatever it was for like days on straight, and then they died. It's like. What, how are you going to design an e economy around how much like developers get paid depending on how much time users get paid? Can, I mean, can you imagine if WoW had done that? Like, that well, this brings me back though. This this did occur already once before in our lives in the arcades in the eighties and nineties. These games were designed around co constantly pumping quarters, and how can sure. they make a game? It's similar. It's not. Sure. You know, it, I mean, Gauntlet. Think about Gauntlet. That was designed yeah. for quarters. Yeah, uh, but and this I mean, the difference there is they're trying to kill you, <laughs> so that you put more money in. Yeah, players right. that are trying to kill you like, right, exactly. You had to go to a place with an arcade. Usually, that was subject to hours of business. Mm -hmm. Now, it, this is in your pocket. Oh, it's right? true. Oh, yeah, like yeah. That. It's like that could be really bad. Oh wow. I mean, you know, like uh, Corey, I'm sure you're going to go through that with your kids, where you're going to have to lock them out of like, you know, iPads and iPhones. Well, I got to, I got to do that right now. I mean, you should yeah. see the ads, the games that that uh, my girlfriend's daughter wants to play. Uh, I, they're all like freemium games, and I have to. She like ads pop up, and she clicks on them, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't just. <laughs> whoa, 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 yeah, I'm whoa. like, this is you know, you can't do that, do and. That yeah, so uh, it's just unbelievable. Like, there's games where I've had she loves to play the game, but I have to delete them because they want to uh, keep throwing ads up. And she's clicking. I'm like, you can't play this anymore. I'm not gonna. I'm sorry, you're not downloading six other games to play this game. So, um, yeah. So, but that that's going on. Like, and and this is another thing. Like, I'm gonna have to prevent like passcodes and everything to prevent purchases accidentally on these devices. And that's what I have right now. But uh, it's it's gonna be at worst as time goes. I mean, especially if this is a mobile. I mean, the kids, I guess, seem like you can play Fortnite in this. Well, probably not. I don't know where Fortnite's going to be. But let's just say something like that comes out on an Apple platform. Uh, and it's just going to be constant. Like It's almost like the same thing as us in arcades. I remember grabbing a roll of quarters from my parents, giving me, like, whatever that was. Saying, Here, go to arcades. Yeah, yeah, I used to get 10 bucks a quarters. Wow. And I could go, go to the arcade and, pl and play for the day. And that's the day. That's all I had for the day. That was my allowance. You can't really set. I don't think you can do that here. Maybe you can, but you can't set. Like I guess you can set hours, but it still it still seems like if it's ten bucks a month, is it ten bucks a month or is it going to be twenty bucks a month? I mean, that's knows? the thing. Is I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> again, like especially I think it would start off the Game Pass, but like the the money, the monetary aspect of it, it's just so clouded now, and it's just like. I personally don't see how they're going to possibly make enough money for a theoretical $10. And I think that's a, a good starting point um, is going to be enough for, uh, to share around and mm. have people be successful, but we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm just skeptical. I'm skeptical. Yeah. I mean, and, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't intrigue me at all. This service whatsoever. Mm -hmm. another service they announced yesterday that does not intrigue me at all. And I'm an Apple fan. We know this. I got an Apple watch. I got, I'm on a MacBook right now. I've got my iPhone that I hate, but I use uh, because I'm in their ecosystem, but this does not make me dive deeper into their ecosystem. It mm -hmm. doesn't.
So just again, like I said this on the movie cast, like these announcements and with Apple, they always take something that existed and kind of perfect it. They they make it the best of itself it can be. And here they're not doing that. They're just all of these you, didn't seem like they were perfecting yeah, right, any, yeah. of, any of these services. It just seems like they're just giving more of what's already out there and not as good. It because seems like every one of these was a cash grab to say, here, give us 10 bucks a month or whatever. And they're chasing get, trends. Yeah, they're, yes, that's exactly what they're doing. Instead of setting them. Yep. I right. love the statement, by the way. And, and we didn't talk about the newsstand at all. Um, but like his statement, I love going to the newsstand, uh, uh, Tim <laughs> Cook. And I'm like, dude, you've probably never in your life been to a newsstand. Yeah. Uh, and um, I just, that whole thing, the news thing, just that it does not include, it's just unbelievable. Oh, was there a, <laughs> there, was there a Tim Apple joke in the comments? There's a, t I don't know if they made a Tim Apple joke. I didn't see the whole thing. Did, um, did you see that Tim Cook had actually I actually. His Twitter I, handle to say, uh, <laughs> I when I almost when I I almost said Tim Apple just when I said yeah I almost did it. Um, I had to stop myself for a second there when I brought up Tim Cook. Um, so yeah, but oh, anyways, so we'll see what this does. It's not interesting to me, but no. we'll see where it goes. All right. Other news we had this week we had um yesterday uh, also uh, state of play from Sony. I had no idea was a thing until Tony mentioned it in Discord. I'm like, wait, there's a show tomorrow? So for those <laughs> yep. not in the know of what this was, it's a Nintendo Direct. It's a Sony Direct. Mm -hmm. um, so it's basically their quick blurbs <clears throat> to get you hyped into games coming out close, like within the summer, or I don't think there was any fall games. Was there? I think it was summer. Spring and summer. Yeah. yeah. I think all of it was. So they announced um, a bunch of stuff coming for the PlayStation and PlayStation VR, which was impressive to see that they were supporting this. Mm -hmm. um, they now sold 4.2. Yeah, 4.2 million. 4. 2, yeah, 4. 2 million. Um, that's sold through to not shipped. So. Yeah, that's sold through. Uh, and we got an Iron Man VR game. Uh, is it uh, a game or is it an experience? It's an experience, but yeah. it's, it's still an experience. If it's a VR game. It's, it's a thing. So I was I, so interested when it started, and then I was like, oh. "You wrote Avengers." I remember that. I'm like, "Wait, I have to tune in." I hadn't yet tuned in yet, so I was like, "Oh crap, let me get in there." And I was like, "Oh Jesus, this was disappointing." Like, <laughs> it was super disappointing. Was like when it started out, I was like, "Oh, these graphics are kind of nice," and it's like not actual game footage. And then as soon oh. as like it got out in the plane, it's like actual game. You know, that went away. So I was like, "Oh wait, this looks a lot worse." And it's like as soon as the cursors, like the UI popped up, I was like, "This is VR." I thought a lot of the VR stuff didn't look that great. I mean, I know that they don't have the hardware behind it. Like, they really need better hardware. Because I think all of these games, I'm like, these games don't look oh, yeah. so good. Uh, I mean, like the Five Nights at Freddy's, um, that's a remake too. Uh, and it didn't look that great. It looks freaky, I guess, but that's because it looks so blocky. Like, they're like, everything's kind of like falling apart. Um, the, they, but, anyways, they announced No Man's Sky for VR as well. Mm -hmm. um, that, is a thing. Um, Ready Set Heroes was announced, which I liked the concept of, which is basically you have a team. It's a, four, it's a multiplayer game uh, that you get your friends together and you have to race through a dungeon against another set of people that are racing through the dungeon. Uh, and the fastest team will win and or you, you have a face off at the end against each other but the fastest team gets like massive depending on how fast you can do it ahead of them you get most more perks to fight them at the end so massive boost so it was a cool idea um clearing like a dungeon and you know um it's an over at top top down view uh mm -hmm. overhead like yes thank you diablo view um so i saw that there was crash team racing um which we knew was in. We're out of VR, by the way. 
Yeah, this is not VR here. Uh, Crash Team Racing. I already mentioned the VR games, except for wait, Concrete Genie is that a VR game? No, there's a VR mode in it. Oh, oh there's a VR. Mode. I think it's a, like it's like the Tomb Raider thing. It's a VR mode. Oh, okay, okay. Like so that's that. coming. That is coming fall, by the way. That doesn't have a release date, and that's coming fall. Um, but yeah, so we had Crash Team Racing shown. Anybody impressed with that at all? Well, I it's, that, a, it's a remake of an older game. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I just you can't spend the time to make a Crash Team Racing game for your PlayStation Four. You have to there do it. Are. They're making it right now. They're making a remake. Yeah, with new stuff in it, but just um, make a new one. Jesus, that'll come next. It'll nostalgia, come next. man. You gotta build on the nostalgia first. <laughs> nostalgia makes us feel good. Remember? Yes. Uh, we had Days Gone, a new trailer for the. How many trailers have we seen of this game by now? Too much. Two. Too many. Yeah. How many? Not too. Like we've seen gameplay. I, I, yes, I want this game. I love this game to be surprisingly good. I just think this game is going to be surprisingly bad. Um, and I can't say surprising. Oh, I have not. Say, like, you're going to be surprised if it's bad, Jim. No, because I'm not planning on getting the game. This is this. I has... think it's going to be average. I don't even think it's going to be bad. I think it's just going to be. Yeah, a it's going to be fine. It's going to be a fine game. It's going to be predictably okay. <laughs> Merely good. Six point five. Well, I mean, oh, no, no it, it'll be. Good. Well, that's it's your good. that's your rating, but it'll be like an eight from everyone else. I would say seven point five. That's like between it's gonna be between seven and eight, but yeah, I, I don't know if they're gonna put the eight in front of it. But again, I I, I hope it's good. I, I want to see. It'd be cool. Yeah. There's actually. I mean, I'd love players. it to be good. It's yeah. just nothing that they have shown in the years yes. that they have. Well, the problem years. that I see with their marketing so far is that they're trying to like build on this whole horde mechanic, and they kind of abandoned it recently. It's like, well, people aren't really keen on that, so let's do this whole story aspect. That uh, we'll focus on that. They haven't mentioned the horde thing at all, actually. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> yeah, like, I forgot about that. Like, hey, I forgot all about that. Uh, but we got the, the the lastly we got the Mortal Kombat 11 the new trailer for that um, which uh, just looks I don't remember this game Mike now that you're on here yeah. I don't remember Mortal Kombat games being this light like goofy they they are remember the friendships the babalities well the yeah I get that part for finishers toasty. but like I'm th- I'm I'm talking about storyline I'm talking about straight storylines uh, I think like, with Mortal Kombat 9 is when they really entered into the story mode side of things and it's kind of been co- like. Like like that since nine, I'd say it has been okay. Actually, been... I just I remember one of the recent ones in the story. It was funny watching this cutscenes. There was like very little violence in the cutscenes, and everyone survived everything and was okay. Well, they so kept going <laughs> with Mortal Kombat ten. The like it was heavy like in the beginning of John, Johnny Cage, and Johnny Cage is like he's a joke, goofy character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like. Like that's what you're kind of building on here. What we've seen so far is a lot of Johnny Cage. So, so we had '90s, we had '90s rap attached to this trailer, Mike. You liked that better than the first one, obviously. I thought it was fine in terms of what they were showing. You're right; it worked better. I thought that first trailer was terrible in terms of the music that was with it. Um, I just it didn't do anything for me in terms of getting me interested in this game. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, how how scale of one to ten, Mike? Where are you at? Like. Seven, eight. Oh, Where were you at before this trailer? About the same. Like nothing's gonna really change my mind. I know that. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna get it, but this I is don't. your game. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, I know you're getting this game. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm not a Mortal Kombat fan. I mean, we've said this how many times. I like. I like. Um, the, I actually like the character designs, but I hate the combat system. So it's just not for me. Um, so it's not. It's not for me. But um, 
Yeah, the trailer looks fine, though. I guess. I mean, it looks fine. It looks like it's going to be better than. I mean, I'll get better reviews. I don't know. We'll see I, don't, I, I don't think it's going. The trailer is going to change anyone's mind about the game, unless they were like really like holding out for some '90s nostalgia. Which so we get we get basically yeah. get them. <laughs> like it seems like every fighter is going to face their old selves. I don't know if that's exactly what's going to happen, but you'll have the option, maybe. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with time and and yeah. stuff like that. Again, Boone's come out and said that a bunch about like how cool is like Johnny Cage going to fight his younger self and Jacks fighting, yeah. which we've seen the trailers and say, fighting there. Just with all the Mortal Kombat 11 stuff, like I've actually dabbled in a couple threads. We're talking about the storyline because like apparently people, you know, n- not I don't mean this in a bad way, but people like talk about storyline and spoiling stuff. I'm like. What really? Like you guys care about this stuff? I'm like, all right, whatever. Like I'll pop in because I don't care. Yeah. And they're just like talking about like Ryan's like the worst god ever and like all the shit he's done and how he basically fucked over the entire like <laughs> heroes. And I'm just like, wow, holy shit. When I played um and again, Mortal Kombat uh, Deception, which was I think on the GameCube, this mm-hmm. is the first like Mortal Kombat game I like played in my home. And I was surprised that was the one with the RPG, like whole syst- like pretty much a wander around open world RPG system in there, which was surprisingly deep. And I was very surprised by how much lore and story there actually was in Mortal Kombat. And I mean, I've been a fan later. These newer stories are more cinematic, but less Mm -hmm. sort of like specific. Yeah, I got you. Like they allow you to go through a bunch of different characters. So they can't really focus on just one character. They can flesh them out too much. So there's that as well. So you kind of have to make this overarching story that encompasses all these different characters. So you can play these characters as you go. Yeah. And in later, in later stories, there has been a bit of a turn to make Raiden kind of a douchebag. Yeah. And he's kind of (laughs) a douchebag here. Uh, But uh, the other thing with this one, um, they definitely embrace like the campiness Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. That's what yeah. I got from this vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't remember them doing that, embracing it. I, I, I thought they, you know, I'm, I'm happy they are because it works better than if you try to. Fun. just... You can actually go on YouTube and watch like nine and ten as like. I, I guess I should. Yeah. Uh, they're like over two hours worth of like cutscenes and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. there's, there's a bit. No, it, I, it's, it matches up with what I expected, more or less. Okay. I have right. to say, I'm like really excited for Mortal Kombat this yeah, game. Cool. Yeah. Also, well, it'll be at uh, PAX East, so check it out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sony will stop retailers from selling. Oh, what um, we gotta mention too is that um, what did I miss? Song, man, come on. Oh, oh, yeah, that was cool. I thought that was so cool. I'm not even. They that's got like the best things ever. Yeah, I thought that was actually pretty cool. And they got like, him. Him back for this. Yeah, they yeah. they got the actor that played Shang Song in the Mortal Kombat movie, <laughs> original movie, to voice yeah. the character and be his likeness. So like. Yeah. It really didn't look like him in that picture. Well, that's because he's older. That's, his, that's exactly what he looks like now, though. That's not what he looked like then in the movie. I but guess so. So he doesn't have like the sharp features anymore now. Kind of. Like, I mean, as you get older, you puff out a little you sag, bit. You I, I understand, bit. but yeah, I don't know. So. I'd, I'd have to see him face to face. I mean, with if what you he looks compare like what now. he looks like now to what that that image is, it's pretty spot on. I'd say. I mean, as it's like he's doing a cosplay of Shang Tsung, but like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool that they did that. All right. Uh, Sony is stopping um, PS4 digital sales in retail stores uh, as of April 1st, I believe. Um, that, that includes e, uh, e, um, sorry, GameStop, uh, Best Buy, but they haven't clarified if it's going to stop it on like Amazon to buy the digital codes. No, um, it is. Everywhere. It is? Okay. Everywhere. So, yeah, you can only buy digital games now through the PSN store. They um, want that money. It goes back to this whole Apple thing where they want that percentage of money and they're losing it. I guess somehow they're losing it from the retailers. Um, 
So, well, the thing is, they sell it to the retailers at a certain cost, but I mean, real the retailers have to make money too. If they're yeah, sure. sell the yeah, codes. It's a double, they're not yeah. going to put the codes out there and not make money on it. Yeah. Sure, sure. So, all right. Uh, that's the last bit of Sony news I have is that. Uh, let's move into Nintendo. Uh, they've had some news this weekend, some rumors. They had an Indies thing, which uh, revealed a very, very, very cool game. Um, which yeah, I mentioned it too. I was like, oh, it would be interesting if uh, Cuphead came switch. Well, Cadence <laughs> of Hyrule is what I was talking about. Um, yeah, but um, Cadence of Hyrule seems like a, that game was – I saw the original uh, game of that. And it looks oh, so much like – Necromancer or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks so much like a Zelda game. And uh, to see them tied into the Link and, and Zelda universe, uh, uh, that is pretty awesome. I'm psyched for that game yeah, quite a bit. It was really funny because uh, again, my my first introduction to the game was um, at a Gamestop Quick event. I was like, "Oh, this seems pretty cool. It's like a roguelike dungeon crawler Zelda mm-hmm. style rhythm action game." It's like, okay, whatever, but it works. Like you just see this people play at these high levels. Like it's just very rhythmic and rhythmic, and just you're just like, oh, you get lost in stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I was, when I was watching the trailer. I was like, oh, okay, like maybe it's coming to Switch. I wasn't sure if it was on Switch or maybe it was a sequel. But then, like, she pops out and it's like, These, this looks like a lot like Zelda now. Like, are you allowed to get away with this? And then the music plays. So I was like, wait, what? And then she, like, it's like, I have friends this time or whatever. And, like, Link and Zelda show up. And I'm like, is this real life? Holy shit. Like, <laughs> Nintendo yeah. took a chance and licensed out their characters yet again. Yeah, uh, to yeah, Western yeah. developers, which yeah. is crazy. And um, the interesting With thing... Indie developers, too. Yeah. The interesting thing about this was that um, they were talking to Nintendo, because apparently Nintendo approached them, or vice versa, and they're like, oh, yeah, we could do like some like DLC characters or something for the game, like the base game with Zelda stuff. And they're like, no, 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 we... We actually want you to do like a full game. And they're like, "What, really?" And this is like kind of eye-opening because um, I don't think they've worked together in a big capacity before. But I think this paves the way for other um, relationships. Marvel, oh, Marvel, just Mario and Rabbids kind of paved the way for things like this to happen. Yeah, they might have, might have. Well, right. I mean, so Nintendo has done that over the years. I mean, if you look back at even like, uh, oh, Metroid. Well, yeah, you look at Metroid, got you Star look Fox, at, and Starlink now. And stuff like that, but this is the first time where it's like I mean they they kind of went with a really small developer like this is um, yep. one of those things where it's like oh we don't really have a working relation because at least with like you know Ubisoft they work with Ubisoft you know Bandai Namco obviously they work with and let do Smash Brothers and stuff like that this one where it's like hey indie developer so like for me personally I think it's really cool because like I would love to see like Yakub Games do an indie collaboration because um, you know I remember they were the ones that. Did the Shovel Knight game, and um, then when it got ported to the other systems, like Battletoads came out on Xbox, and Kratos was a playable uh, boss character in the PlayStation version. It's like Nintendo version is like nothing. It's like mm. they said they would try, but you know Nintendo was a little bit more strict with their properties at that point. But now yeah. I'm just floodgates open. Like well, give it to me. I want Yacht Club games like 2D Metroid. Give it to me. Like I just I want it. I need it. Yeah, um, I think the. The, well, I don't know if this is the biggest or that was uh, the biggest news of this. I think the Indies thing was the Cuphead announcement for Switch, which uh, was pretty cool to see. My, and they even announced it as friends at Microsoft, uh, yeah. thanking them for helping make the port possible. It comes out April 18th. It's been in production for a little while, and uh, it's coming out very soon. And yep. um, 
yeah, I get to play Cuphead again because I think I'm going to get it again because it's a perfect game for Switch. It like, is. I don't play it much at home, but I played a lot of it originally, and now I'm just like, it's better to have handheld. I can play at my office. I'll maybe throw something, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's that it, maybe it's not the best thing for Switch because that might <laughs> end up on the ground. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a fun game. Uh, it's pretty cool to see a collaboration here from Microsoft um, and intriguing because, like, you know, there's. This is obviously going to open the floodgates for that. Oh yeah, uh, do we get things to come? I know, I know for a fact Ori is coming. I know Ori and uh, Banjo in Smash, and maybe a Banjo proper game. We've talked about yeah. retro arcade, like the the rare arcade. Oh, that uh, collection would clean house on Switch. It, it would. It's they could re-release that. Microsoft could and make all the money back that they couldn't make on on the Xbox yeah. to sell because it would sell on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, that's your that's your fan base. Uh, that's Rare's bread and butter right there. Um, so that was cool. Uh, what do we have? We had Stranger Things, 3 the game, uh, Red Lantern. Stop me when you want to talk about one. Uh, Rad? That looked pretty cool. Actually, that was uh, Double Fine. Mm. Um, Two apocalypses. Yeah, one. post-apocalyptic yeah. wasteland. Uh, Katana Zero. That looks cool. That looks really cool. That's an um, uh, action platform game uh, that yeah, it looks fast-paced, uh, really fast. So that looks pretty cool. Um, that arrives April 18th. Nuclear Throne Super Crate Box was Nuclear announced. Nuclear Throne looks pretty good, too. Yeah. Out today. That's out. I didn't even see what that looked mm-hmm. like yet. Um, Lambier Arcade with Ultra Bugs, My Friend Pedro, Creature in the Well, Blastmaster 02. I gotta play that first. I'll be playing that on the plane tomorrow. Oh, there you go. Pine, Bloodroots, Overland. There's a lot announced. Darkwood, Neocab, and Swim Sanity. Yeah, all the enemies uh, are coming to switch. It's yeah, like Castle Crashers. Crashers you didn't mention. I missed yeah. Castle Crashers. I'm sorry, Castle Crashers as well. Big game announced. It wasn't there. in the direct, but it's yeah, coming. yeah, yeah, that's cool. So it was a heck of an indies for them. They had tons of games coming out, uh, and brings me to the next news, news from them about the rumors of two two new Switch consoles this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we've heard rumors of one being made. Thought about maybe it being a lesser uh, console, maybe something that's more kid friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, cheaper um we've been theorizing on that actually and now they're actually a rumor that there is actually a a little performance one as well premium model model, um which is rumored so it's it's kind of cool no prices for any of this stuff it's just rumors Um, but it's strong rumors because the the first source was wall street journal Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just like a stupid contributor article or whatever i'm I'm pretty sure anyway (laughs) it was like hey a reporter at wall street journal and then um Somebody else came out. Oh, maybe it was Eurogamer or some some other Where's pretty girl. It seems yeah. very feasible. That, what's that girl's name on Twitter that you always yell at? Emily Rogers? Oh, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I forgot all about that. I used to, yeah, that's right. I completely forgot about that. Um, I don't think I followed her on Twitter. Maybe I did. I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that it's, I mean, it's, it's, it seems it's definitely real. It's got to be it, real. It's, like, it's, it's, a t- it's about time. Yeah. yeah. So it's cool though. We were talking about like theoretically it would be cool to get a 4K dock. Uh and obviously not every game would run at 4K. Most would run at 1080, but you could get like a, a kind of a PS4 Pro. switch. Yeah. Uh but I think we'll get more or less just 1080p graphics at mm-hmm. like 60 frames is what I think we'll get. For most of like we get we get that for some games now, but uh I think for all the the big, you know, a lot of stuff going on screen kind of games. Yeah. So I mean, so the, we'll start with the low-hanging fruit like the Lesser system or whatever, the kid-friendly one. Uh, I mean, that's that's an obvious gimme because uh, Switch is still selling really well at full price, uh, $300. Um, mm-hmm. 
they've only done price cuts or bundle temporary bundles and stuff like that. Um, but to reach that, you know, mass market, you know, deep penetration, <laughs> deep penetration of uh, you know the kid market yeah, style, yeah, 3ds style to get them to play, you know, Pokemon and all these other games, like you need to have an attractive price point. And um, I don't think they can get the current uh, switch uh, down to that price level, which I'm expecting to be two hundred dollars. Um, mm. I think. So what do you what do you think is going to be removed, so to speak? So I think um, I think the, the easy way. <laughs> it's interesting because Google dock. There are so many. Yeah, right. I think removing the dock from the bundle, as in, like right now, you buy a switch, you get a dock no matter what. Even if you're like, I only want to play this in fucking handheld. Mm-hmm. Too bad, you get a fucking dock. Yep. Take that out of the equation. And I'm sure that drops the the hardware by at least like. 30 bucks, you know, if not more. You remove the HDMI cable that comes with it, you know, whatever. Because the thing is, like, I think, Mike, you mentioned in the chat, like, um, maybe it just doesn't dock. But the thing is, the switch is designed to charge via USB-C. To like, so, like, you already have the port built in. It just seems really weird. And I'm not saying Nintendo won't do it, because anytime you expect Nintendo to do something or vice versa, like, they'll prove you wrong. But it just seems really weird if they're like, yep, this, do- this switch will never be able to dock, because at least from my like, viewpoint... Oh, no they want you to be able to have like multiple people in your household owning different switches and being able to play it on the TV or wherever you want to. So it's like, hey, like, you know, mom or dad is like, they're playing their whatever game. And it's like the kids come home and like the kids put their switch on and then they play the switch on the TV as a family or something like that. And I think that's the the goal because if you take that away where it's like, oh, the kids have their handheld switches and that's it. They can never pop it on the TV or anything. I think it's, you're missing a, a core functionality there. But mm. um there's that, and I think the other thing is they might come with uh, redesigned Joy-Cons uh, without the rumble and stuff like that because I don't know how much you need that. Again, if this is supposed to be more ha- tailored to the handheld aspect, I don't really think you need rumble for for handheld. Yeah, I agree. I, I was wondering what they would do with the Joy-Cons because you got to keep them removable so you have that mm-hmm. extra yeah. controller in the house. That's the idea behind the Switch. You want multiple uh, Switches in the house. Yep, and the uh, I think the other thing is the um, NFC uh Scanner, I think you can take that out because. The, and uh, really? do you think do you think smaller screen? Smaller screen could be possible, but the real quick the NFC. I mean, it, it's so. Amiibos. It's okay. They're, they're they're moved on from Amiibos. Like they come out just to sell the plastic and stuff like that. Um, I don't even know if they've have any more announced past the Smash Brothers. Seen it. Yeah. Um, so I think you know, and that's something you're building into every Switch. Every you know Joy-Con, every Pro Controller, um, even though you know what's the adoption rate of the Amiibos and stuff like that. So yeah. I think that's an easy way to just you know uh, reduce the cost mm-hmm. of the components. Uh, but the screen, I, I could see like a lower quality screen or something like that. I don't even know what it is now, but yeah, yeah. I don't know about screen size being smaller, but the quality of screen. Could yeah, I could see that too. Lesser, yeah, lesser quality screen. Good point. All right. Uh, let's see what we have here. Last bit of news. EA's news. Bad news. Ending on bad news. Sorry. Um, laying off 350 employees, um, which is it's just weird to hear from them because the statement they, they said is we have a vision to be the world's greatest games company. If we're honest with ourselves, we're not there right now. We have to work to do work. We have work to do with our games, our player relationships and our what is that finished with? Uh, and our business. Um, so that's from the EA marketing boss, Chris uh, Brezzo, to the employees. Um, it, it's just, how do you become the greatest by high, laying off your employees? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, that's the unfortunate thing. And it's always, it's always 
it this. always sucks. Um, yeah, it always sucks when you have to do that. Um, I will say, I, I was actually surprised with the the honesty from EA in this regard. At least if we directly compare it to when Activision Blizzard just did it um, just a couple months ago, um, I think this one comes out more honest and earnest and from a quote unquote good good place where they're like, hey, we we know it sucks. We're not pretending it doesn't suck. Uh, this and the other thing, but you know we're trying and. The difference here, too, uh, I want to point out is Activision had a great year last year financially. Uh, I think the best year ever. Yeah, they did. And EA did not. EA had a bad year because you know we've been through all those all the mishaps of EA uh, this generation stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that, and, and you know, uh, Activision Blizzard wound up laying off more people than Blizzard did or uh, EA did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's another thing. Um, but. The other thing is it sounds like a lot of these people, and that's just what um, I think Jason Schreier has reported, um, they're trying to work with them to like get them moved around internally that's, that's if good. possible, which is good, or you know, doing some kind of outreach program and partnership with other companies because obviously... But, but like, wouldn't it have made sense to do this a week ago then at GDC? Right, and I saw that, I saw that tweet from um, Jason Schreier as well, and I, I do agree with that, but... My understanding of the situation that was mostly marketing people and it's um, marketing. It says you know, mostly marketing, publishing and the analytics, but marketing was the biggest section because yeah, they I couldn't mean, hire. They knew this was coming. Yeah, and uh, so I don't know how many people that are marketers are going to GDC for connection. I'm not saying there's no value in it, but maybe it just wasn't a, a priority yeah. or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Like it should have been done before. The timing it, of it should have been. Yeah, they could have yeah. networked better at GDC. So, mm-hmm. yep. um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, Anthem is obviously not doing well. Uh, EA just had a bad year in, in general. They, I mean, they start off with, <clears throat> they haven't rebounded from Battlefront. I mean, the b- bad press from that just has killed their, 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 any momentum they would have had. Um, they can redeem themselves in the next month if they start showing some good games from Visceral, not Visceral, <laughs> they're not going to have anything, um, but from Respawn with the, the, yeah, the Fallen, the Jedi Order or whatever it is. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, all right. I think that's all the news. Yeah, we did it all. Um, I think it's going to wrap up the episode. So thanks for tuning in. Write us podcast at allingeek.net. Follow us on Twitter, allingeek. Like us on Facebook. Hit that subscribe button. If you're watching us on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Mm-hmm. We, love, we love subscribers. Uh, <laughs> tune in next week to the GameCast. It'll be week because uh, this weekend is PAX East. Yes. So we're going to a bunch of exciting announcements from that. And also, it's going to be um, Sega Fest uh, in Japan. Oh, which, cool. I don't know that. Uh, some uh, more Japanese Sega nice. games. So, uh, Corey, will be back with the lowdown. Yeah, yeah. Corey, will be back with the lowdown on Borderlands 3. Yep. Um, there were some leaks, but we'll hold them all yep. off until next week. So, um, leaks that happened then. like last year, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Tune in then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for viewing. Adios. Yeah.